Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to yet another episode of the Breakthrough Podcast. Today I'm very excited because I have my buddies, another DJ duo from Pune, Collective Frequency. Welcome to the show Durgesh, welcome to the show Shrikant. Collective hi, Frequency. Hi, When I decided that I have to podcast, I said I have right, to have yeah. collective frequency on the podcast. <laughs> right. And uh, you've been so busy, man, traveling all the time. Yeah, it's been like months. We were trying to figure it out, man. But finally, it's happy that it's happening. Great. How is it going, guys? How is life treating you? All good, bro. Doing going on in production <laughs> nowadays. So yeah, it's going great. All right. How long have you guys been doing this together? Collective frequency has been like eight years. Yeah, we started in 2012. Okay. And personal DJing has been more than it's around 16 years 16 now. 16 years. Oh my god, so you're like separately DJing and then collective frequency yeah, happened yeah. Uh, a bit later. Tell us about your childhood. How did music come into you guys and how did you decide to take this up as a career? So, uh I just born and brought up in like middle class family. So, no way like no one is, you know, related <laughs> to the music musical scene. Okay. But when I grew up like 10 standard, then I started listen to the music. Uh afterwards, then I tried and tested a lot of music like what kind of music I like. Then finally I learned DJing and then get into the scene. Great. What about you man? College was the time when I started partying a lot. Then I thought that this is something different when what I'm hearing to music which has to listen to the house. Mm-hmm. You know listening to MTV, listening to Michael Jackson at pop at house, then yeah. going outside listening to remixes and I was like what this is different. Then I figured out what the guy is doing. Then I was like yeah this is something good and I should try it out. Then it I had started in 2004. Okay. So tell me uh, in terms of collective frequency how did this happen how did you decide ki chalo let's have a duo let's have some because breakthrough we we guys are a duo as well and we are very very tight friends. I believe that if you want to be you know a DJ duo you have to be really tight and like for us personally we kind of know each other's sound we kind of know each other's hand movements as well. So when did it click that you know let's let's do this together? We've been DJing a lot. Initially we were playing for a lot of parties here and there like let it be bollywood rock retro all genres used to play mm-hmm. then finally when we decided that it's been been doing too much of all genres let's do something which we like and we both were into trance a lot of course and that was a music when we used to attend sunburn we used to attend we've seen pvd play live avan we want all these artists playing a lot and we said we should do something which we we'll like mm-hmm. it will become more easier for us to play what we love it was difficult to figure it out but eventually then collective frequency happened so it was like a conscious decision that we'll only stick to trance music yes So how did you I mean like so trans right now if you look at it in in globally it's still uh, running in a couple of countries but India and uh, many other countries trans is kind of gone it's I mean it was peak music at one time uh, that's in fact for me dashboard and all of these guys this is where I started music yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. the first uh, you could say EDM jo tha for us right. it was trans you know for us that's the time we actually heard a lot of vocal trans but I mean for us personally we've changed our uh, scene to future house into electro and to here and there and now we are where we are uh, one thing which I really you know uh, really appreciate you guys is that you guys stick to your trans music till now and you know that's phenomenal so tell me uh, why are you still uh, i mean what's your thought process because like it's it gets very very easy to kind of go to another genre but you guys have stuck to it tell us about that man so the thing is like we have started this journey uh, into the trans music and if you, if you just said like it's very easy to you know change your genre yeah but people know us for the trans music of course right and if if we change in between like whatever few followers we got <laughs> <laughs> there is like we might be lose them so it's better we and we like the trans music mm-hmm. if you also came many of, of course, our of shows course, yeah, so we start like progressive house and then ended up with the trans so yeah trans music is still there definitely the scene is not good in india right now mm-hmm. but if you see in other countries you'll like get to know that there are 
lot of like 90% festivals are trans festival of course so it will take time but yeah so how do you guys keep yourself motivated because see i'm pretty sure i mean i'm i'm talking as bros as friends okay we are yeah, djs yeah, yeah. individually i mean does it bother you that you know techno artists are getting booked more they are playing at venues more often see it bothers when it bothers is like uh, when you see that your efforts are not been seen that sometimes bothers but honestly we enjoy what we do that's what we are looking at we don't want to play at a party where we are not enjoying the music so we can't expect others to enjoy what you're doing mm-hmm. so that's one thing which keeps us motivated to keep doing what we like so trance is one genre where we think we can enjoy it any time of the day it's like for trance for us for trance is like you're going in a car you're listening to trance yeah. morning you wake up you can listen to trance you're partying you can listen to trance so trance i can hear 24 by 7 in any situation that music keeps me motivated so that's the reason we keep it to what we like and that's why the effort gets more into it and the output is been seen accordingly all right how did you get your first gig how was the first gig tell us a bit about your first first gig we got it through our one of our friend only uh, who knows us like since long so we just started collective frequency we recorded our set and we just one day we just gone to his cafe and mm-hmm. said bro we are like collective frequency found <laughs> and all that thing and he just said ki okay why don't you try at my place okay so yeah then we started there so it was good experience that place was pretty much smaller mm-hmm. but that was the best gig we ever had because the space is like 40 people space okay and it was packed for our <laughs> first gig great man so now as a dj duo there are a lot of challenges that come across and that's one of the main reasons i wanted you guys to be on a podcast because there's going to be a lot of learning for me as well Obviously, so yeah. how did you why did you actually decide of first being a duo because uh, you know it's it gets more complicated uh, the money matters becomes you know your, your pay cut gets divided into two <laughs> how do you overcome those things first thing when you are a duo or you're playing with anyone yeah. it's the trust factor and when you trust each other at a level where you've been knowing each other for years then that part has been taken care of if the trust is there then everything else is taken care of to be very honest yeah as you said like main part is trust and you said just about the money and everything so as a duo we have advantage actually so if you see all the social marketing he takes care of it <laughs> yeah we divide our work actually <laughs> so that for us it's easier mm-hmm. so i mean for me as well for breakthrough so i am doing most of the marketing and i'm yeah. doing most of the social media and all of that stuff currents uh, focusing mostly on his mm-hmm. uh, on his music on his production right. and all of those things uh, but we've been very clear in terms of the the money that we get i am handling the entire accounts right. and then we make sure we split it uh, equally yeah, yeah. how do you all manage your finances similar yeah, similar similar, similar bro which okay. i have taken care of the social media and all because he's working as well so okay. a lot of times in his office his phone is not allowed so major of the day it's, it's is working as goes he can't even be there on social media throughout mm-hmm. so where i can take part in, come in picture and that way we dis- divide each and every work we know our strengths our weaknesses we both know each other so well so we know what to take care of he knows what he is at best so we keep that divided and it it becomes more simpler okay and how do you all plan your sets if you'll have to make like a dj set or that, if you'll that's one thing i should i should be telling everyone it's like it's it doesn't happen like people plan it but for us it is so easy because we end up when it's like he sorts his music i sort my music and on weekends we sit together and <laughs> try to figure out that what new music we've come up to and trust me 80 to 90% of the tracks are similar so the one thing we know each other so closely that if we downloaded 100 tracks and i have downloaded 100 tracks so there are 99% chances are like 90 tracks are the same it happens to us as well yeah, i mean like so <laughs> it, it, it's a easier process that way you know people think that yeah it's how it will be that two people coming up with music how they do it initially if you think like that that how we'll do it, it 
it is difficult but once you into the process it is like a simple process like a person who's doing it for himself mm-hmm. it's the same similar way you do it for when you are in duo as well of course so like when you'll have a set like uh, do you all actually plan uh, the choice of music you guys are going to play do you all have a set planned or do you all like you know most of the DJs like for us i know my first at least three tracks ki ye to bajane ka hai and we collectively decide ki boss pehla gana humko ye bajana hai because of the Great. whatever build up so bro this is uh, basically dependent on what kind of set we are going to play like uh, which set so okay. if there is one artist who is going to play before us so there doesn't make any sense we can prepare a set and go there mm-hmm. because we don't know what he is going to play and what he is going to end up with of course uh, when like the prior artist play his last track then we like you know go to the console just attach the pen drive then randomly select a track and you know just imagine like this track goes with the, his last track mm-hmm. that's where we start so this is a big issue that we have <laughs> so <laughs> you do have that when you're DJing left side on a deck mera hai right side no, on a deck no, no, how no. do you all plan that stuff nothing, no, nothing. it is just go and whatever is comfortable we just go ahead with it right mm-hmm. okay now be very honest what are the advantages of being a duo and what are the disadvantages of being a duo i know most of them so you can't lie tum jo bhi bolunga na main bolunga sara chu see advantages i can tell you is like being a duo it is always there is someone with you always who can guide you where we are going wrong Mm-hmm. and together then you can sit down and do a lot of better stuff like if you are a single person means see i am not saying the dj's there like so many dj's who do it better but this is an advantage i am talking about then if i am coming up with something then he has his own value then it, together it becomes better okay so always there's a second thought going on there the second point of view which you're looking at is always there with you so it helps you in each and every way while you playing djing or we are producing music is always you have a second person who's there and who the best best part about it is he understands the music so it's not a second person who is not knowing what you're doing okay so he is in the same shoes so it becomes more easier that way to even talk to create ideas to share ideas it becomes more easier and the best advantage is when you are playing a longer set so one can yeah. you know whenever you <laughs> want he can leave the console for watch right. him on refill it <laughs> that's the best part wherever you are there you have one person you know at the console one person can take care of the other can go around and socialize little bit also yeah because even i end up <laughs> doing that uh, i take a nice breather understand the crowd i usually go in between the crowd to see their vibe you know you get an understanding what they are feeling and what they liking can also overhear some people are yaar kya baja raha hai kya bakwas baja raha hai acha baja raha hai all those feedback <laughs> yeah, i come yeah, back yeah. and say boss ye change karne hum logo right right so it's great man so tell me what are the disadvantages you feel uh, and be honest man guys it's it's for everyone because what happened recently in the last i think so breakthrough has been about 3 4 years in the scene mm-hmm. तीन चार साल पहले दैट वाज लाइक अ ट्रेंड यू नो डीजे डुओ डीजे डुओ का ही चाहिए लुकिंग फॉर मोटिवेशन टू हेल्प इच अदर एंड यू नो सो व्हाट आर द डिसएडवांटेजेस दैट हैव यू कम अक्रॉस बिकॉज़ यू गाइस हैव बीन टाइट फॉर लाइक आई डोंट नो हाउ मेनी इयर्स फर्स्ट डिसएडवांटेज इज व्हेनेवर वी गेट अ गिग आउटसाइड पुणे आई नो वी आर गेटिंग सो लॉट ऑफ क्लब्स आर नॉट रेडी टू पे फॉर बोथ ऑफ अस आई नो दैट आई नो फॉर द फ्लाइट्स दे कांट अफोर्ड द ट्रांसपोर्ट फॉर टू पीपल टू स्टे या दे दोस अदर देन अगेन यू हैव एंड एंड वर्स्ट इज यू हैव टू डिस्ट्रीब्यूट योर कूपन्स इन बिटवीन टू पीपल लॉट ऑफ प्लेसेस जस्ट गिव लाइक If a person artist is getting four, then it gets divided in between us two two. I but yeah, but there are few places who even give us a four yeah. each and even give extra, so we can complain in that way also. No, of course. I remember uh, I spoke to someone and he told me that last Durgesh about his ex- his experience. One of the newer party you were playing and uh, you're DJing and <laughs> they asked you to pay for your own drinks and you were really pissed yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell us about that, man. Like last year only, so I just played my set. Okay. And uh, afterward, like uh, the owner said, like you can have whatever you want. 
and i had i think so six uh, lit okay and <laughs> end of the night that bartender came to me sir your bill so yeah. it was around 6000 oh so yeah eventually i end up with paying that, so <laughs> that great so you guys have started music production very late actually i think yeah. recently last two years 2018 was the first uh, yeah. release right no actually it's not that we started late we started a bit earlier only but the thing is we wanted to release something which we think is there up in the market we just didn't want to release for the sake of coming up with tracks so our first track which we worked on it took around like 2 to 2 and a half years yes. to figure out finalize the track okay it was that difficult means because the thing is we, when there are two people but we had other commentary like he is working in office so mm-hmm. yeah so the production time it is not we couldn't give the so much of time in the studio so that was one thing and we didn't want to release something which is just sake of it we understand that we are new but still we wanted something ki the track which comes out it has to be a club level track which we can play in our sets we don't want to be it's like for the names like yeah he's made one track and he's playing it mm-hmm. so that doesn't make sense so we started production in 2015 i think yeah, yeah. yeah. 2015 so okay. uh, we took around one and a half year to come up with the baseline because <laughs> yeah because see, we uh, must have changed like so whatever, many projects whatever you have in your mind to come out from the system it takes like long it's a long of journey of course of course yeah. but yeah eventually we come up with the one track and thankfully and it got played by yeah the Paul first Vendang. debut single was played by Paul Vandang on his radio so Great that was nice. like the dream like the weight the which we gave two and a half years <laughs> was like worth so tell me about the process like uh, do you learn music production from somewhere was it self taught yeah, yeah. i uh, i learned music production from sequel nakul Okay wow great he was on my episode a couple of weeks back so yeah and for you I'm still learning bro Okay so you're still in the learning uh, yeah, phase yeah, and obviously, working together Yeah obviously because honestly I, what I think is that the learning process never ends Of course man I'm still figuring out a lot of stuff yeah I am okay with Ableton right now but still not that great I can come up with ideas but ideas is the one he Durgesh who is the one who <laughs> convert those ideas into the track Okay so how do you what's your workspace like how do you all work do you have a system set up together yeah, you all be yeah. work once a week how does it work for you guys So I have a small studio set up at my home okay. so he drop in like every saturday afternoon and just we sat together and then yeah. do our work okay. for 6 hours weekends stretch. weekends is the time when we have a small get together every weekend where we sit on ideas let it be our sets or music production okay do you all have like a proper strategy or plan uh, for getting gigs and all of those things how do you all work out those things how do you all plan yeah, see, your entire to be very honest as you are also an artist you know how the plans in pune work so <laughs> <laughs> tell us about it by the yeah. way so yeah we we don't plan actually the thing is again as an artist right now what we everyone requires is to go and be there in the market they have to socialize so it is like we don't plan it but we know which clubs and which places will our music has been played so we are in touch with them on and off we go there we talk to them see what kind of nights they are looking at mm-hmm. then what kind of footfall they are looking at and somehow then we try to work out that yeah because that you know half of the time when if if you have someone who is going to speak on your behalf and he say like i know the trans duo so trans word currently in the market so half of the clubs deny there only yeah man because trans is like you know the current situation so so what is your plan i mean now since covid is right. is here and uh, i can kind of agree with you guys but i'm still in a much better position because we play house which is more generic mm-hmm. where we can actually apply there's a very different different places where you can you know apply and yeah. play for you yeah. guys like you all are already playing a kind of sound which is you know not very popular anymore right now yeah. okay and plus now there's covid so yeah. have you all thought about what's going to happen post covid so no bro so like you know the current situation um, due to the covid uh, but i think so for us it's a good time 
so we are you know started three four new projects basically it's not trance it's progressive house okay but we are going to give a touch of it trance like melodies and everything so yeah it's a good time for us you know to try something new Mm-hmm. So the exper- we are just experimenting in the studio right now. It's not like we are changing our genre to any other genre because when we are the DJs, who we we love to play longer sets. To be honest, mm-hmm. so when we play longer sets, we start at like playing from deep progressive and we end up playing to trance like the like BPM range. If you are talking about is from one twenty to one forty, one forty plus. Mm-hmm. So in four hours, five hours. So we want to extend that to a bit. So so we are trying to produce where we can fit our tracks wherever we are playing. So that kind of music we are trying to work on. and covid honestly we don't know the situation when will it will become better so right now we are looking at production more let the scene in pune or in india everywhere around the world get normal then we can think about how to take it ahead step by step because right now we can't even plan anything out because we don't know what exactly is going to happen and and it's not the scene like you know uh, prior to the covid we used to get the 100 gigs <laughs> so it's not going <laughs> to yeah. change the numbers the numbers you so know honest man <laughs> really really cool man great yeah so you said your first track that you guys made it took mm-hmm. about two, two and a half years to make the baseline and all yeah, of those yeah. things and you know you get you get support from Paul Van Dyke right and i think he is a huge inspiration for you guys to even Obviously, you know become he, he's like uh, the legend what we we've been following Paul Van Dyke for like years man like one artist we want to look into it is in trans industry is Paul Van Dyke and trust me when the first track was releasing the release beatport and all without we were just hoping that he actually the incident was we were talking on the phone that he had today the track is released it was a monday so he was in office so he just told me a day before that the only thing i hope is that not anywhere else but it should be played in paul van dyke's warning sessions i said Let, let's hope that it is it was a big dream to even think of that he it will be played but next day when it got released and the first thing we get a message from the label is it is already played at paul van dyke and i was like wow, oh that, my god it is yeah. like and to be that was first when the first track was released and we released a recent track in covid in april and even the, that track has been played by paul van dyke in this and alien feel as well uh, and this time it was been supported by alien feel also so how does the process work so you i think you guys are on above all records right We were in Abol Records, but the latest release is not with Abol. It is with uh, Levitated. It is with through an Abora. It's a part of Abora. It's an US record okay. label. So what is the process? How do you guys? So it's a big chunk I want to talk about is because you know most of the friends I know have uh, made good tracks. Okay, yeah. it's a big struggle. I I also manage my my mm-hmm. cousin brother, and uh, and he's in the same space as you guys, and it gets very difficult because every every label has a certain you know prerequisite. Okay, say each year, say each year, and everyone wants to be an Abol and right. Beyond and all of those things. How do we get that? label to you know get your music on what process we went was like firstly we f- figured out that what kind of record labels we want our track to be played on because mm-hmm. you now been playing trance for so many years you know what kind of record labels are releasing what music of course so according to what track we f- we figure out like we can just list down a couple of labels and we had like 10 to 15 labels we listed down then the process we like mail them wait for like 2 3 weeks what the entire process people talk about as you should at least wait for 2 or 3 weeks to mm-hmm. to get a reply or then you can send it to someone else so that process started and so it took around like 6 months, months to crack a record so 6 months it took you to and fro to get like yes, a, yes. so they obviously must for have given you feedback track. yeah for, for the first track. track did they give you feedback it changed this changed that all of those things happened oh, no for the first track yeah little bit it was hardly anything because what we have done like uh, once we done with our track so we we know like how our track is sounding so we sorted out the labels according to that only so, like which record label taking this kind of sound so we targeted that only okay so we're saying the entire process took 6 months and after you already got them on board then it gets slightly easier yeah, uh, to get it, it second time 
time it was easier much easier all right great are you guys working on some production right now is it something in is something cool? yes yes we are working out right so now. we are working on three projects all are like you know stuck in between <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah we are still working and hopefully we are hoping to release it in september great great so you also mentioned that you you're working right so how do you manage because i can completely relate because i and I mean even with breakthrough uh, chris is completely into music he's 100% you know right. working on music and i'm kind of shuffling between music and uh, you know and music and work so tell me why did you take the decision of you know you know sticking to music okay completely mm-hmm. and uh, how are you managing uh, you know your your sources your economic sources uh, you know keeping your hands completely juggled so if both of you all can so just so it's not the thing like i have started working post the foundation of the collective frequency so i am working since 2007 okay so i just thought of it to continue it because i am giving enough time for the name of collective frequency and that's more than enough and i think so throughout the week he just have some other things to do it and i love working also so i am uh, working with one of the call center as a you know manager in quality and process excellence okay and uh, every day like i work for 9 and 1/2 hours uh, then i come back to home and but i just make sure every day at least i can give 2 hours to the music minimum so you're saying downloading or working on a production or what downloading downloading so i do a production only on friday and saturday okay friday once i reached home then i sit to the system then like it 8 to 10 hours in a straight straight <laughs> you seriously yeah. wow. great for you man see i have been not working working as <laughs> from the day one to be very honest djing was what i started when i was in college so that was my career choice from that time itself so but in between you know how djing the money the industry what the money comes in so i in between i had hobbies i i went to food also so i managed a lot of restaurants then djing also i've been teaching djing for last 10 years then one of my, then we came up with audio up so i've been teaching djing in audio up from that time okay you mentioned about food as well i think you have another instagram account as yeah, well yeah right? i have an instagram account one. called follow the booked that's just for my it's a hobby to be very honest follow the booked yeah, yeah follow the booked <laughs> yeah I can assure you the name is is very interesting. I'm pretty sure your yeah. pictures and your posts will be much interesting as well. It's normal, yeah. It's not like a food blogger blogger thing, but yeah, I'm hap- I just post whatever I think of food, and I've been I had been managing restaurants also with friends. I've worked in restaurants also. Okay. Yeah. So. So you're doing that as well as a side hustle. That was I was doing long time back, but yeah, I will surely get back into it because food is one thing. After music, the second thing which comes to me is food because <laughs> I cook as well. So I love food. in it's every way yeah wow i just learned how to cook yesterday so <laughs> he's a very good cook yeah you i've been cooking anything, from like years bro wow man yeah, but i'm a vegetarian oh, to be yeah. clear yeah <laughs> <laughs> then there's no interest for me but no but trust me once you eat the food then you'll figure out of course man you'll also shift to the vegetarian yeah you'll also shift that side great i think uh, one of the more and this is something which i have to which i uh, i remember i spoke to shrikant i said you know what you no know, i want you guys to be in the podcast and you know he's like yeah i'm busy and all of that stuff is going on i'm traveling and i said okay even if you know both of you are not there one of you can come you know no problem i can catch up he's like no 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 we as collective frequency we make it a point that everywhere we go we go yeah, together that's one thing go. i would definitely make sure is that we are together because when we play also we don't it's not like that chalo one day he you manage it i'll i have something other to do mm-hmm. that doesn't work because that's how you picture yourself in public you know of course. that's how your people are going to recognize you so it is always there we make sure that we two are together it's together is collective frequency it's not shrikant it's not durgesh it's together it's collective frequency so we make sure every time if it's shows or anything 
if it's related to collective frequency we both are there so we adjusted so many times uh, regarding this matter like uh, so many clubs as i said earlier they are not ready to pay for both of us for travel so we just took a money for single travel and we both were gone like on our own yeah we make we try to even get pay from our pocket and try to be there together yeah but yeah there are situations where together it won't be possible every time but yeah whatever time like 99% we make sure that together we both are playing so that's you've already done that you're saying that yeah yeah we've done we've traveled to goa a lot of times with like we've not been paid for the travel but yeah we paid from our own pocket and gone to goa bombay there are a lot of places where we travel on together and we pay from the pocket okay uh, have you guys traveled to other cities to play so goa is somewhere where you guys are playing very often yeah. any other experiences in other cities bombay uh, so <laughs> i think so in 2015 we had a last gig in mumbai right yeah 2015 we played couple of yeah. gigs in bombay two three months then yeah recently we played in nashik in december we played for a fire yeah, festival festival right yeah festival. it was a festival yeah How good experience, experience yeah festival was new the guys were new so there were little bit hiccups here and there but to be very honest it was a nice experience for us to play in a new city and people were enjoying trance where they don't understand what music is mm-hmm. so it becomes you are boosted with that you know that people are not into the genre and still they are dancing on what you're playing that keeps us motivating a lot yeah great so now what's the i mean what's the planning that you guys are doing what's the next big step apart from music production uh, where like i think we are all at a level right now that mm-hmm. you know uh, it's been a bit stagnant for now right. and you know we all are trying to get into the next level i'm pretty right. sure music production has helped you guys uh, you've already established what do you foresee and what is your dream for collective frequency in the next say about 10 years uh what where do you see yourselves you know so very very hr kind of a question yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah i had to ask it man yeah. so see i uh, earlier i said like there are so many festivals happening around the world so we just wanted to be part of one of those festival looking to play yeah. like big festivals yeah our dream is to play luminosity actually it will happen in amsterdam in july every year it's a proper trance festival where you will see each and every trance artist of the world on the lineup luminosity wow. and the transmission yeah. yeah these are the festivals they've stuck to trance and to be honest lot of people the techno scene is so known to people but <laughs> yeah. still 68% of the festivals in the entire year has been trance mm-hmm. so techno is still not there when it comes to the market when you count the numbers but yeah because of techno festival the awakenings and all yeah, a lot of people are having techno and it's i think it's a cycle of genres which comes and goes so hopefully trance will also be there in india yeah. again soon i think about 2 3 years back also thoda sa trance had come yeah, also yeah, i yeah. saw a lot of new trance music coming and then again it kind of faded away so that's what like techno it's, it's, it does not mean that we don't like techno we like techno so we attend the gigs so many yeah. like i see you guys often yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so but yeah as you said like the music cycle is like you know the one genre comes in and then the others fade away it's like that you mentioned amsterdam uh, mm-hmm. and one of my secret agents has told me that uh collective frequency often goes to amsterdam to have a couple of drinks oh wow <laughs> so tell us yeah, about that that will be like uh, that one guy of have our passports who is he <laughs> <laughs> that should be xavier who must be talk- telling you all this but that's actually There's a restaurant called I Love Amsterdam in Hinjewadi, yeah. but we've not even been there, so I can't. That's the wrong information which you've got. <laughs> no, but he said there's there's some place called AMS. Your 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 love. No, no, no. That AMS it's a local bar. <laughs> it's called it's called yeah, Amrapali. Amrapali. It's it's right next to our studio, and actually there's a local bar which we going which we are going from like like 15 years ago. Yeah. So the best thing about that bar is like you go sit there. Yeah, and there's no music. Of, no music. Nothing. Best part is you no music. You can discuss anything what you want. Yeah. So because you don't want music to be there every time, you know we are those people who are not into music throughout the day. You know we would love to give one hour to music, which is more fruitful than instead of giving ten hours, which is of no use. So we keep it that way. We try to balance everything like that. When we are like chilling out, we'll go to Bollywood parties. If you see, we've seen at offside, we where we chill and listen to retro. Yeah. So that's how it is. Yeah, we. 
lot of people think DJing DJs they are into music completely. Yeah, we love music and all, but yeah, yeah so there are times we we want to be ourselves, we chill. And Ames is one of those places where we really like to chill. <laughs> so many times it happens like you know if some someone like spot me in a Bollywood party they ask me bro what you are doing here yeah, you are the underground artist but it's not like that bro it's like you know <laughs> some kind of change even we are Indians we also like Bollywood bro I'm the best Bollywood DJ but after an after party I'll, <laughs> I'll kill it bro I'm like a complete Govinda mm-hmm. fan so if anybody wants to book me uh, post COVID for any <laughs> Bollywood gigs yeah. strictly Govinda theme party I'll kill it bro. <laughs> we are we are into we don't you know specify our Bollywood genres. It is like whatever it is danceable we relate to, and we just we just have a good time. It's good friends around. We just chill. We just have good times, and we have DJs friends in Pune. Even you know it, and so we just hang around, have good time. That's it. Great. What do you think is the influence of social media right now? Because I think ten years, twelve years back, mm-hmm. I mean, it was just everybody knew a DJ. by right. just the club he was at mostly resident mm-hmm. djs were you know they were the stars at at yeah, particular yeah. time uh, in the last say 5 years instagram and uh, social media and all of those right. things have become like a big new thing so what is your take on that how do you guys uh, it's a good way of marketing to be very honest with us i don't think so that has made a lot of difference when it comes to social media because we've been Uh, the old school way where we have connected through people through music and that's how it's been till date people we know people who attend our parties and people who we attend parties are through music it's not through social media at all yeah but social media is always an extra help when you are trying to reach to people those who have not met you in person those who are trying to figure out new music that's a good way in, to promote yourself but i don't think so social you can't rely on social media at all see because It's again a money game where it comes to social media, where Facebook people are doing paid advertisements and all. It's good that you put in some money for your marketing. It is always and helpful, but it is just to be there in the market to be known. That won't help you to get gigs or that won't help you to do anything else. It is just your name will be there in the market, and I think it is of no use because I always we've always been targeted by wrong people on the social media <laughs> because they are not into our music at all. So it's no point. I think personal touch is always been through music and the old school way always works. All right. Yeah, and the one thing is like from the social media is just a way of social uh, like you know the showcase yourself. You cannot take a decision like whether that DJ is good or bad. Like uh, if you see him playing live, then only you can you know make a comment or something. But on a social media, like you know, people don't think anything about this. They just go ahead and just write it whatever they want. Yeah, because like I'm seeing a lot of uh, new artists coming in. And no one's really heard of them, but their profiles are like crazy. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah. You'll, you'll, modeling yeah. shots. Yeah, are. you'll. Aram uh, says you can eighty thousand followers. Yeah, man, yeah, it's crazy. And we took like nine years to have three thousand. <laughs> yeah, still and still working, man, <laughs> to get followers. But again, I, that's what it is. It's the number game. But what happens is, I think a lot of clubs are even looking at social media and booking DJs, which they should not. But again, again, it's a cycle, I guess, where people clubs are not. doing properly because there's no artist manager for the club who's looking after the artist who can book artist according to what they're playing what their skills are instead of looking at the social media profile there were places like blue frog and all where they had a proper person who will definitely book booking agents who is to get good artists because it's on the they know the artist very well they know their music you can go to listen to his soundcloud and decide if it's good or bad not on his facebook or on instagram post Yeah, you talk about Blue Blue Frog. I think they are right. They was yeah, they I think there. that was the f- that was playing when we played at Blue Frog. It was like the first time we felt like an artist. We have a green okay. room and we get everything. Absolutely, started. because yeah, they great. take care of everything from your whatever your set timings, 
it was more professional work set timings your fnb your music used to get to open to artists where you could properly fit in it is not just to open for anyone else it's not you're playing for a saturday night means we played we opened for super hit and that we opened for jerome we played with infected at blue frog because they know whom they are booking and accordingly they used to book an opening act it has to be like that you can't just go on instagram I, the new dj's who are coming I, instagram is good way to promote yourself but again you need to come into the market you need to play in front of people and understand how it is playing in a studio playing in your own house and then playing in front of people is two different things people need to understand that mm-hmm. you also like i mean you guys have also opened for above and beyond right yeah. so yeah, tell us yeah. about that man that's like everyone's dream like above and beyond and uh, to be honest above and beyond was one of the best gigs ever till date and that was the biggest step for collective frequency above and beyond and the best part was we won a competition and we opened for above and beyond mm-hmm. so that 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 was also shock for us like yeah like or are that the first release that 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 news also like he was in goa Re- what happened is when i saw it was like november time diwali and november time so diwali my durgesh used to have his firecracker business for okay. just for diwali yeah okay. so i see on social media submerge is running a contest about for opening up on mid i just call him that uh, this is contest happening and we used to put up sets every month so that was the time our new set was supposed to come <laughs> so i thought like instead of putting a new set let's take a part in that competition what will there's nothing to lose of course he said that's fine so he was working that is like yeah when is the last date of submission so there was the last date so we had th- two days in between after diwali and the submission so we sorted out music as sorted then into one day set 1 am in the night right? yeah 1 am and uh, submission time was like the next day 12 o'clock afternoon so 1 o'clock we recorded we he checked we checked in the morning like 10 o'clock i am se- sending the set for a 12 o'clock is the deadline <laughs> and then we send it then okay then pune was supposed to be announced first the winners it was a four city tour yeah so it was not announced then one of my friend is like let's go to goa and i had no plans of going to goa at all i was playing at kokopara we had a gig and he just landed up at kokopara is like just sit in the car let's go to goa <laughs> i'm like what are you saying like, no no i we need to go to goa i have to go it was like, no but it's like i have not told Let, let's go home i went home i just put up three four clothes in my bag and we just left for goa <laughs> even bothered about what's happening and we went and you imagine we went in a nano to goa <laughs> nano in nano to goa and by the time i reached goa my phone was not charged because it was a blackberry that time we i had not planned anything we just left so my battery drained off we reached goa we went to zanzibar we were sitting drinking and my phone wasn't charging i get up and after 2 hours let's see if the phone is charged i just take my phone i see 110 miss calls 200 notifications on <laughs> facebook twitter everything is there on my phone i'm like what i'm too drunk or what is this happening <laughs> <laughs> and again the phone rang and one of my friends from bangalore who had made our design she's who's designed our logo collective frequency she called and she's like congratulations i'm like for what i had no clue what she was talking about like for what so like she you don't know i'm like oh, no nothing what happened is like you guys won i'm like what we won just <laughs> clear out things because i haven't go right now so she's like oh you guys won a bond beyond contest i'm like what <laughs> i was like shocked then she's like yeah And he's like, wait, wait, wait! I'll give you a call. I just call him back, and he then he, I told him he's like, I'm trying to call you from two hours that we won, and where are you? <laughs> I was like, I was drinking, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> that was the moment was, and that night I can't tell you exactly how it meant to just win the contest. 
but you had any conversation with them with the boys no, no that was a different that's a different story altogether yeah. but trust me the stage where we played on avan band was insane like you guys dj's you know what speakers we get in clubs of course. like there are times <laughs> we are playing on monitors <laughs> for the there entire there are times i played without monitors also exactly <laughs> and there when you go on a such a big stage you have like one set of speakers as monitors you are like what so one funny thing about that gig uh, oh. when we went to the stage there are like a set up of 10 to 15 players but on every player they stick a dot above and beyond do, do not, not touch above and beyond oh my god for, like where, where we are going to play <laughs> so that that console is a one corner of the stage on the left hand side then one guy came the stage manager and he said uh, bro you have to play from here because above and beyond done their setup and they check the sound check and everything so you have to play from now you can't right. touch those things you so can't how many players do they use they were four players they had four players they had four players connected then they had two sets of backup players connected as well yeah yeah so there I'm was a backup you, sorted there, there also there were like 10 to 15 <laughs> pair, players were there wow <laughs> means with backup and all everything sorted out So nothing goes wrong. If anything no, goes wrong, switch to three yeah. to three to four laptops. Yeah, great man. That was like an amazing. I mean, just to be associated with exactly. them. Exactly. Is, is, is And when you were at the stage, you're looking at everything and you're like, wow, like this is a dream setup. <laughs> if you want to be at stage, man, amazing man. I I wish I was in the same position. Yeah. So uh, when we started playing on first track, and we got a one set sound as a monitor, <laughs> we're not able to hear what's like what's happening on, outside on PA. We couldn't hear what was happening in the PA. It was all because the sound of the monitors was so good and so loud. <laughs> it was actually it was a dream come true, man. If you guys want to give a bit of a a tip or a suggestion to anyone who wants to pick up DJing, what would you suggest to them? Because now, I mean, you guys are like, well, you're like a, you've been there in the scene for a while. You guys have been in the scene for a while. What suggestion would you give to uh, artists and DJs who are, you know, picking up? Because many people have picked up a hobby hobby right now. So what is? In fact, we have a friend with us who's right here, one of your students. Uh, what suggestion would you give him or what suggestion would you give to anyone who just wants to pick up this genre so this, this the one thing is the the newcomers need to learn like they just need to stick to it what they like because uh, if you see uh, there are most of the artists who just started djing 6 months back and if the new genre comes into the picture they just shifted to that so it happens uh, and the main thing when uh, new djs has to learn like uh, whenever you are doing the opening set for some other artist they need to be you know they so i agreed if it's a big festival then that is the slot when you have to you know showcase your music of course but when is is the uh, regular club night then the opening dj should understand what vibes he needs to play because when we won the above and beyond competition we like we made a set like pretty much chilled so we heard lot of sets where they used above and beyond track in the opening set Yeah, yeah of course man that's like yeah. that's common sense obviously no but it's common sense but lot of people don't understand that so you know like common sense is always on <laughs> yeah yeah basically it's just stick to basics keep your basics right and stick to what you believe in instead of just seeing what's happening on the social media you can't copy everything and be with everything around figure out what you need what kind of music you want to play figure out how you can do it learn things learn the basics right practice practice will always help you can't become a superstar dj overnight or over in months you just need to keep doing what you believe in and do keep doing it well one day you'll definitely get recognized and people will always 
listen to what you're playing so you since you're teaching uh, djing as well what are the most common mistakes any new dj is doing right now the common is like the generation the problem is they don't concentrate a lot at all in minutes they are on your instagram and they're posting photos and what's happening in right in the class itself so they need Mixing to two tracks you know and uh, playing on a turntables things like that but they need to you know un- learn the basics very clearly what mistake are they technically doing like you know they probably levels or no see again levels and all when you teach it's everything is going to take time because everything for them is new of course yeah so once they practice and they learn and understand but simple things like they don't they forget what they've learned last time that's the problem like once they're out of the studio they are back to zero which is like i don't understand it's been and, and major students have the problem mm-hmm. in last one year which i've taught is like 15 20 people around more than more than 70% people have the problem so they forget what have they learned in their last lesson because they a lot of people think it's a oh, being cool a dj is a good thing like you can be cool you can go parties and all it's okay there there's a other side of it as well first as a dj you need to understand what you have to do and then accordingly plan out and they do, they don't practice so much or they don't listen to music so much which mm-hmm. they need to work on a lot and what tips would you give to someone who wants to be a, who wants to be a part of a dj duo trust the second person trust. you're playing with and just leave the money money is not money is necessary not when it comes to duo. when you're do, being a duo first you trust the person once you trust the person automatically things will fall fall in place great man we're almost at the end of the podcast and it was amazing talking to you guys same here yeah. uh, you guys have been brothers uh, i remember uh, we did our and we've never formally met before that we always saw each other and kind of you know uh, you know knew that that's collective frequency and this is us and whatever right. but i remember i we did a gig called breakthrough in friends where yeah. we uh, it's like our our give back to the community where we do a right, gig right, where yeah, we yeah. Uh, just give shows to all the dj's one new mm-hmm. uh, we don't even check if they can dj well or they can whatever mm-hmm. uh it the point is to give them exposure right. in in our city at least uh you know at least give them a feel of how it feels to mix on a proper controller on a, on a proper console sorry and you know to get some feedback and reviews from uh, everyone right. and i was very very happy to see you guys man i didn't personally call you guys but uh, it was really really great and i think that was the first time we we met and i was like bro thanks for coming man it this kind of solidifies why we're doing this and uh, i think two or three editions later i think you still still came so that was like and uh, it, it was always, always there. there to support <laughs> music is what we believe in man we will be there supporting the music scene a lot of people tell us that you don't attend parties you don't attend our set to be honest it becomes very difficult to go and attend each and every person's set and we are choosy to be very honest when it comes to music <laughs> we are damn choosy about what we want to hear there are times we don't want to party at all on a weekends also saturday that there, there's a gig happening around and people are talking about it but if we are not in mood of music that night we'll be chilling at home drinking and just working on our music that's it all ladies club yeah, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> so that's what so what we believe in is music when music is there scene we are always there to support we've started our own events when you you've come to our one of our events of course, down of under it offside so we are there to even we we want to create platforms to people to give given back is like it's like to and fro like if you give it back to the music will definitely get more stuff out of it that's what we believe in great man uh, it's been amazing having you guys on the podcast i'm so same glad you finally done this same year. finally and we finished it after a <laughs> yeah, couple of like months uh, we we decided like six seven months back yeah man yeah. but finally we got some chance yeah. but it's it's great man you guys are homeboys very proud of what you guys are doing you guys are doing great wonders you guys are doing good stuff with the music uh, big ups to you guys man on your music production thank you so thank much and, uh, and we even we are proud of with the breakthrough podcast where it is going yeah. and turning around and this is actually one of the good initiatives, initiatives. where people thought about a podcast because no one is there in the podcast industry and now i see a lot of people coming into it and it's a good thing and we could hear and 
one thing i liked about the podcast is now you're taking into live artists as well so it's about music it's not about djing or DJ, something right. related to music i like the keshav episode a lot mm-hmm. to be very honest because we people will understand how a event guy also comes into picture because a good nightlife scene it has to be everyone together it's not about dj's it's the club it's the event Promoter managers is the promoters yeah. everyone is to be there then it's a good night it's not about only the dj of course man so this is your podcast guys you're a free to come definitely, definitely i'm pretty sure there's like a lot of learning i can get from you guys and i've learned personally same here man even we are learning still <laughs> i've learned a lot personally from you guys and uh, looking forward to catching up together playing i think we 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 got a chance to play last time as well uh, looking forward to do some more shows yeah when the covid ends we can do a party together yeah, of course, man. man cheers man guys uh, it was great having you guys thanks cheers, lot, bro thanks, 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 thanks thank you thanks, 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 thanks,